It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. So. Welcome back, Cowboys and Cowgirls, to another episode of Ingles and Ian, presented by CowboysRideForFree.com. And as always, your good friend and mine, Ian, how you doing today, buddy? Hey, man. Um, I'm doing good. It's it's raining out here. We haven't got a lot of rain in a while. And uh, we are only six days away from week zero. Ten, does that mean ten days away? Eleven days away from... Uh, 11 days game, away 11 i think yeah so 11 days games. yeah but we are we are in the the most wonderful time there are no more saturdays without college football yes sir how wonderful is that <laughs> you want to just i'm going to read you nope. saturday but uh i mean shane illingworth Will, could possibly be in action. I don't know if uh, Nevada's named their starting quarterback yet. He takes on New Mexico State. That's at 9 p.m. Central on ESPN2. And then you got uh, the, big, the biggest game on the docket is probably Vanderbilt. No, 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 no. Nebraska and Northwestern. Yeah, and that's over in Ireland and all that jazz. Yeah. But, I mean, there's there's not bad games on here. There's all. The whole schedule is Austin, Austin Pay versus Western Kentucky, Nebraska versus Northwestern, Idaho State versus UNLV, UConn versus Utah State, Wyoming versus Illinois. That could be a sneaky good game. Uh, De Quincy, DeQuince, Florida Duquesne. State. Yeah, Duquesne is um, actually Duquesne. really near Pitt uh, in downtown Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. I've actually been to a Duquesne uh, basketball game. Oh, what was that? They're in the A10. Yes, yeah, something like that. Okay. I mean, they're. I mean, it was fun. They're a good basketball program. Uh, I don't even know where they play football. <laughs> like, I'm surprised they what have a you... football program. They might just play on the road a whole bunch. Uh, they got. Char- then we got Charlotte at Florida Atlantic, Florida A&M at North Carolina, North Texas at UTEP which I think could be a sneaky good game. The previously mentioned Nevada and New Mexico State. And then at 9.30, uh, Vanderbilt and Hawaii, which that game should just be electric. (laughs) (laughs) So they play at the same stadium as like some MLS, or I think it's actually a minor league. Uh, Oh, no, it's actually their own stadium. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's like sort of in the middle of downtown. Huh. How about that? I'm going to look that up real quick. Rooney well, Field, yeah. What field? Rooney Field. It's mm. uh, right off the uh, one of the rivers. Uh, yeah, it's a the nice name. little area. Is that named after the uh, uh, Pittsburgh Steeler owner? One of the Rooneys? Uh, I don't know. Arthur J. Rooney 
athletic field. Yep. Knee, uh, let's see, Arbor, named yeah. honor of Duquesne University football letterman and founder of the Pittsburgh Steelers National Football League team, Art Rooney. There you go. Hey, good for him. It's the smallest stadium in the FCS, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, where it is, like, I've, like, I've been by there so many times, like, there is not a lot of available real estate, especially in that part of, uh, PA. I mean, there's not a lot of available real estate around Pittsburgh just because of the geography, but I mean, that's literally like right on the river. That's a big old highway. Yeah, that's a that, that's a busy, busy area. I'm surprised they even have room for one. <laughs> well, I'm glad they do. I mean, it, it's nice to know, but we've probably talked about Decaying University a little too much. <laughs> but uh, I don't know how much we can talk about Central Michigan, Oklahoma State. I don't. Not till next week, anyway. I mean, what I'm not, not covered. Do you want to do like. Do you want to do our playoff preview or something like that? I mean, I mean, the big thing in, you know, Oklahoma State, especially football world is, um, you know, we've opened at um, 12 and 11. And so I uh, didn't see that coming, to be honest, like, we're not I don't I don't know. I know I'm Mr. Hope Train, but I uh, I just don't see us at number 12 in the country or number 11. It's a good spot to be, and I think that's prime Alamo Bowl uh, territory <laughs> right there. Well, what's going to be really interesting is assuming both teams take care of business, you're talking probably a 7 versus 9 in Waco to open up the Big 12 for Oklahoma State. That that would be that would be something. I'm I'm pretty sure Baylor. Well, Baylor's got to get past BYU. Well, and, and Iowa BYU. State. So we yeah. have a the first week of conference play. We have the bye, and but in uh, Baylor, I think Baylor goes to Ames. They go to Provo and Ames. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's a so, pretty tough go, but. But, I mean, they're going to be favored in all those games, assuming something weird doesn't happen. Um, I mean, they're going to run roughshod over Albany and Texas State. So, I mean, there's a really good chance that is a 3-0 Oklahoma State team versus a 4-0 Baylor team, you know, both inside the top 10. I'm pretty low on Arizona State. And I'm pretty sure that Oklahoma State will take care of Arkansas Pine, uh, Pine Bluff. But, man, that Central Michigan game, I know that Oklahoma State's favored by 21, but this is a team that uh, won the Sun Bowl last year as a last-minute replacement uh, for Miami uh, this past, this last year. And they return, again, Lou Nichols, who I think is the best running back in the MAC. They defeated a Washington State team who was 7-5. and five. I mean. This this Chippewa this Chippewa team is uh I think in being contention for the MAC this year. 
Um, they also have a game with Penn State, which I think could be – that's another team that they, I think they could sneak up on and keep it close with. So I, I'm, I'm pretty high on the Central Michigan Chippewa team. Yeah, I mean, they're always good or decent at least. Um, uh, and plus, you know, there's all that PTSD of what, 2015? Was that the year that that crazy untimed down? And I mean, granted, we should have put them away earlier, but still, you know, and so I still have that kind of PTSD from that. Yeah, I mean that that one game, man. One game could change everything. And I it definitely did in that twenty seventeen game, which, you know, there was the again, that final penalty. Mm-hmm. And then all hell broke loose. So I'm obviously you don't want that again. Right, right. And so uh, I don't know. Um ASU is interesting. They've they've shown flashes, but there's so much turmoil there. Grant, I haven't heard a lot recently, so maybe Herm is off the hot seat. But you gotta—I mean, it's still a Division One Pac-12 school, right? A, in, and it's not Kansas <laughs> or Vanderbilt. Right? Yeah, I I do think that they—I think Herm might get fired at the end of this year if they don't finish well. And I don't really have a whole lot of expectations for Arizona State this year. I think they'll go somewhere between six and six, and I think they could easily miss a bowl game. If I'm looking at their schedule right now, I ugh, it does not look good. Let me look at this real quick. So as of right now, um, their over-under is between five and a half and six and a half depending on the sports book. So, yeah, they're, they're going to be right around 500. They are projected to finish 10th in the Pac-12, according to their media poll. Oof. And their schedule is Northern Arizona, Oklahoma State, Eastern Michigan, Utah, USC, right off the bat. So, I think they're 2-3 and three after five games. Got Washington, Stanford, Colorado, UCLA, Washington State, Oregon State, and Arizona. So I think they'll probably lose to Oregon State, Washington State, on uh, maybe UCLA as well. Maybe not Washington State, but it's at Washington State, so I could definitely see that. So and they might lose to Washington. So yeah, I think they'll probably go five and seven. Yeah, I think Herm will probably be gone. So yeah, especially with all the other scandals that have been going around recruiting during COVID and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I mean, every year he he's gone seven and six, eight and five, two and two in the COVID year, and eight and five again. So I mean he's been consistent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well the other hard thing to know, especially because just keeping up with the portal is so hard is who would they get? Who would they lose? Right? It's not like mm-hmm. even just a few years ago where it'd be like, you basically know who's on the team for the most part. Just that's not the way. So like maybe they got some big transfer where they've lost some people. I mean, I don't, I haven't been able to keep it that close. I need like, we need like a portal, like 
intern that their entire job is just to like watch <laughs> the portal for us. Well, they are starting Emory Jones, a quarterback who was at Florida mm, for yeah. uh, the longest time. So, I mean, he's okay, but I don't know really what else they have despite Emory Jones. So right. we'll see. Um, so to get off football a little bit, I think it was, uh, don't quote me on this, but I do remember the thing, I, but I'm pretty sure it was, uh, Dixon from TCU was saying that he hopes that when the big 12 settles down after all the expansions and everything else, that we keep the round Robin format, the double round Robin, I, which, would, which would mean like nine non-conference games, but I think it'd be great. Twenty, I think it was at twenty-three uh, conference games. What that would be? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Which I don't, I don't hate that at all. I agree with you. I mean, most of the time, you know, you have your warm-up games, and then you know, you have your Maui Invitational and your, you know, the, those Invitationals, which are nice, those neutral site games, which I like. And most of the time, they you get your uh, your little warm-up games against uh. Like, like Oakland or something, but and again, we lost to Oakland last year, so who knows there? Uh, is this like the season for Boyton? Like, is this is this do or die time for Boyton? No, not yet. Not yet. He's got a, he's got one year. And he's got he, this year and then a hot seat. I think if he does bad this year, it's not going to be a hot seat. It's going to be like scolding, like 8,000 degree volcano seat, not just a hot seat. Did you see that Oklahoma State has a beer now? Iron yeah, Monk. Yeah. Yeah. Iron Monk. Yeah. I've driven by that brewery a few times. I've never been there, but it's, it's a good spot right off of, um, off a of sixth. Yeah. I bet it's pretty good. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I've never had it, but the, I mean, it, it's a good beer to have whenever you're losing to Missouri State at some point, you know, or when Spencer Sanders throws three interceptions against um, uh, Baylor or, you know, when you're having a literal anxiety attack during Bedlam. So, I mean, yeah, it's. <laughs> You know, you kind of need a beer to have a to be a uh, college football fan. So it, it works out, I think. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. So they're uh, oh, oh oh, they're not where I thought they were. Oh, no, yeah, they are. They're they're, they're right off a of sixth uh, near Thai Cafe, near uh, husband. Like sixth and husband is is where they're at. It's a good location. Um, mm. I'm trying to look this beer up to see what it's all about. Mm. It's probably like a Pilsner, you know, or a lager, which yeah. most, you know, your basic kind of beer. Yeah, I don't know squat about beers, but I know that it's probably good. Yeah, I mean, I've had their beer before. I've just never actually been to the brewery itself. I've not had their beer ever, so 
Oh, it's not on their website yet, so I'll have to look it up at some point. But yeah, it's uh wow, they sell their own kegs. That's new. Um, <laughs> ooh, live trivia every Wednesday. <laughs> I love I, I love trivia. Not bad. Trivia is great. There was a uh, there's a brewery uh, near my apartment, and they have trivia every Wednesday. And earlier this year, they had a Star Wars only trivia literally oh. won it by myself like everyone else was on a team <laughs> walked in there rolled people it's like oh i know this uh way too much that's that's awesome that's awesome that's how you do it that's how you how you do it right there but I'll the but the big much. thing with this beer is actually going to be available at the stadium that's like oh, last yeah. last time i went to a game which would have been Oof. 2019 i think 2018 or 2019 they only had like bud and cores and you know that's not my jam uh mm. but so it'll be nice to have have an actual like craft beer in the stadium yeah i, I bet that will be very nice i don't know if i'm gonna go to a game this year or not uh i've been looking for tickets um, just for random games nearby. I found one for South Carolina and Arkansas. $8. But in like row 505. But I don't know. Still. I mean, Fayetteville's not a not a bad drive. It's a good town. I've, I've spent many, many uh, days in Fayetteville. It's a fun place. It's good. I kind of want to go to an Arkansas game because they're, I guess they're supposed to be pretty good this year, which they say that every year. Eh, yeah, but I think this year I think it's more possible. Definitely more possible. Uh, let's see. Depending on who you're looking at, I'm seeing them between six and a half and seven and a half over under for the wins. Oh, they've dropped. Because I've seen somewhere between like eight. They could maybe be. Could maybe beat A and M. I mean, they have a tough schedule, but I think that if they, if they were to pull out, you know, Arkansas or not Arkansas, BYU and A and M, I mean, that puts them in Cincinnati. I mean, they're in they're they're gonna be in pretty good shape, I think. Also, you have the Bobby Petrino return game with the Missouri State, <laughs> so that'll be something to monitor. We saw how well that went last year for us. <laughs> well, Bobby Petrino never played it, or. Never coached Oklahoma State, I don't think. He was the head. Do you remember that photo of him with the uh, the neck brace? Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that's how he got fired at Arkansas. So Yeah, yeah. That'll well, be funny. Was, if they ever give thanks for the memories, it's just him and the neck brace. Oh, he opened the university up to so many lawsuits because of that. Like I had like so, you know, obviously, you know, he was sleeping with somebody he hired former volleyball player right yeah and so she got hired for some position with the football program or in the athletic department or something like that and so when that came out they had like a hundred lawsuits of people who applied saying they were wrongfully denied a chance at the job sheesh yeah this this arkansas schedule is tough they got cincy which since he's going to, you know, they lost their quarterback. So that's always a question mark. 
A&M should roll them, but A&M should always be like 11 and one and they're never 11 and one. Bama will probably smoke them. BYU, hard to say. I mean, who knows what Chip Kelly's going to do at LSU. Uh, you know, Mississippi or Miss. What? Say Chip Kelly? Yo, sorry. Wrong coach. <laughs> no, you're good. I was like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> the Notre Dame guy. <laughs> the Notre Dame dude. Yeah. The one that killed that guy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, Brian Kelly. The wrong, the wrong Kelly. <laughs> the bad Kelly. Well, then he's got to go up again. <laughs> yeah. My family. That was the worst. Got that new southern thing. accent. He's trying out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I wonder how well they're going to do this year because I don't think they're going to be that spectacular. But maybe they'll make a make a bowl game. But man, I I know they've got some good. So what I've heard anyway is they've got some good guys out of the portal that could really start contributing early. And it's still LSU, right? I mean, yeah, they, you know, sort of flamed out the la- after, you know, their national title run, but it's still LSU. It's not like they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to be able to recruit really well. Uh, so, yeah. It, it, I don't know. It, I I like it when LSU's good, but I also wish they kept Ed Orgeron. He is he's a character. Yeah, but there was also other stuff coming out about him, uh, and especially in the wake of Les Miles, they weren't gonna uh, push that. Like apparently, there was like inappropriate stuff of like his girlfriends being around practice and like all sorts of other stuff. That's not okay. And like I said, after less miles, there's like, we're not, we're not dealing with that. Man. So I like coach O and I'd welcome him to OSU anytime. He could bring his girlfriends. So that doesn't matter to me. And you know, they'll probably love hanging out at Willie's and, Coney Island and all that, you know, go Cowboys, you know. <laughs> all right. So, looking at the first week for the Big 12, uh, obviously, we got Oklahoma State, CMU. I don't like that spread. I think it's going to be closer to like 14 instead of 21. Uh, WVU and Pitt. Uh, good to see the backyard brawl is back. Mm-hmm. Um, Pitt's only minus seven. That's an interesting line, especially where they're opening up. They're opening like, like 15, 16, something like that. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Well, I don't know how good Pitt is going to be this year because I can kind of see them going. They could drop this game, drop the game against Tennessee. They're bringing in a new quarterback. And, and they lost their number one wide receiver too. Yeah, and they ran their offensive coordinator out of town, the Mark yeah. Whippleman, who's at Nebraska now. That Thursday slate, honestly, that September 1st slate, not just the Big 12, but it's a, it's a pretty good slate. You yeah. have Central Michigan, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, Pittsburgh. And I think Penn State, Purdue are the big three games of uh, the day. There, that's mm-hmm. not a bad schedule at all. No, not at all. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Maybe I'll take the maybe I'll take that Friday off. <laughs> so just watch football for like two days, three days, whatever. Just take Thursday through Labor Day off, guys. I mean, that's how you need to do it. It's football for one, two, three, four. That's five straight days of football. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing wrong with that at all. <laughs> and then TCU is opening up in Boulder against the Buffaloes of Colorado. Minus 11 for TCU. That's a bit better than I would expect. Well, you know, Colorado usually not that good. And yeah, I, but I, I, I like just in my head, if someone were to like yeah. say this game to me, I think the spread would be like 14, not 11. Oh, you thought it was going to be higher? Bigger. Yeah. Okay. I, I kind of think that's, the, that's the, right, the right amount for now, just because we don't know. We have not seen these teams play at all. So each his own. Tennessee Tech at Kansas. I mean, yeah, so the. Like where Kansas is going. And you got UTF and OU. UTEP and OU plus 32 for UTEP. Yeah. I don't know. With all with all the changes, with all the changes, that was, that, and you know UTEP is gonna come out swinging. That's I a think game I'd take stay away from. Just because I think you take the over. You're not the over. You take you take the points. Yeah, I think you would. Speaking of uh, mentioning the over unders, I mean that Oklahoma State Central Michigan is at 58. I would probably lean the under there right now. For now, yeah. I mean, it really depends. Like, I just don't see osu putting up 40 but i don't see the defense unless cmu is just way worse than i think they will be i mean they were nine and four last year that's a decent team yeah it's a very decent and i just don't see the defense going like hmm here's eight points congratulations you know like they did <laughs> last year yeah i i doubt that as well and then um, the last the last one on the slate, again, another one I might consider taking the points here is Louisiana Monroe Warhawks against the Longhorns of Austin. Very about 38. Yeah, I'm not touching that either. I, I had to bet it. I'd, I'd take the spread here. Or I'd take the points here. Take the the over on points or the the points for uh, UL Monroe for Louisiana Monroe. Yeah, I take the plus thirty eight. Take that. Ooh. 
that is one of those games where I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> because because the spread is so huge, I don't I don't like that at all. <laughs> I remember one year when Tebow was at Florida, they mm-hmm. opened they opened at pl- minus 70 against a team. Oh, yeah. That, that doesn't surprise me. That team was just amazing. That team was pretty good. Full of criminals, too. <laughs> yeah, full of criminals. You got a murderer, a minister, a ra- racist, and a grinder all on that team. <laughs> then a couple guys with DUIs here and there. Did you see uh, good old Urban Myers back on uh, Big Noon Kickoff? I did not. Yeah, he's back with it. So they have the original Big Noon team now. Uh, man, I just there's something about Urban Meyer loving the grind, you know? It just <laughs> I love making those jokes. But I, he he was a good analyst if I was if I'm not mistaken. So I mean, yeah, he's a he's a terrible person. Good analyst though, which probably is the best thing to put on your resume or anything, but We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Uh, you know, oh man, that's an unbelievable deal for them. Um, I love the fact that uh, the Big Ten gets the uh, that music again, the CBS music. I don't know why. I think that's awesome. Speaking of the Big Ten, um, so I've heard the rumors, but it's the first time this Thursday or Friday I was listening to uh, either College Sports uh, or Mad Dog on Sirius, and it was the first time I've heard it reported that there's a good chance that the Regents and State Legislature of California are going to try and block UCLA from going to the Big Ten. So USC just goes? USC is private, I think. That, well, that's really weird because then you just have USC just going by themselves. Well, yeah. Well, the question is, is is it a package deal, right? Like, do, mm. are they going to take both of them? Um. Because there's some really weird stuff that happened that, like, because technically, you know, if you work for USLA, you are a um, state employee. Just like if you work for Oklahoma State football, you're a state employee. And there's a lot of, like, I I know a lot of it came out of when North Carolina passed their bathroom bill, whatever they called it, that caused that big stink, like, four, five, six years ago, however long it was. Well... California said, okay, state employees are not allowed to travel to those states. Well, there's a lot of states like that in the Big Ten, especially Ohio. They're not allowed to travel to... On official business. They are not allowed to use California state funds to travel to a state with similar bills and similar laws. Oh, like, okay. Oh, wow. So, yeah, Ohio is, yeah. I mean, Ohio is one of the more conservative states in the nation. I mean, especially right now, they're making, like, 
even Oklahoma looked kind of liberal. I mean, with, with some of the laws they're passing. Oh. Hey, I don't keep up with politics too much. I I know that they're pretty conservative. I thought I thought they weren't doing that because of the abortion bill. Well, there's that too. I mean, there, there's a bunch of stuff politically there, but but it was something that got brought up the moment it got announced is that the legislature and the regents may ban it. Because, I, I mean, besides football, it's murder on those kids. We've, we've talked about it. Like, I wouldn't want to play sports for UCLA if I'm having to go to Rutgers on a Tuesday and basically never be in my own bed. Yeah. You know? No, I, I agree. So I've, if they pull out, I don't blame them. And if you if they were to stay in the Pac-12, honestly, I think it's kind of better that the Pac-12 kind of stays intact um, because I don't think the – I don't think they – nobody really benefits just except money-wise. But even, even if that was the case, the shares that each school gets gets cut a little bit when you add new schools. Mm-hmm. So, well, you have to imagine that this current media rights deal was struck with the mind that UCLA and USC were going to be a part of it. So, yeah, I, I would think so. You would think so, and I think they're going to get Notre Dame eventually. So that makes getting, it makes sense. Getting but that NBC what, deal is huge. So the real question is. Say USC or UCLA can't go to the Big Ten. Can mm-hmm. all these media partners who uh, negotiated this deal with uh, the Big Ten can they renegotiate? Since I'm can almost guarantee that there was language in there about USC, USC and UCLA being a part of it. I bet that they would probably. Maybe cut. I don't know. Maybe. I think that's definitely a possibility. So it's all. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens because what Big Twelve is in three years. It wouldn't surprise me because of all the movement that's happening. If it happens sooner, and then whatever happens there will be will essentially decide the fate of the Big Twelve, because. Right now, we can't keep up. I mean, teams like, you know, teams like uh, Illinois football, who is okay at best, are making double the money that Oklahoma State's making just because they're a part of the Big Ten. Yeah, I mean, Rutgers Rutgers is making double the money Oklahoma State's going to be making. Woof. And then, I mean, and then it's just a war of attrition because you know we saw it with uh, Knowles. You know, a- after a certain point, they just have so much more money they can start buying coaches. You know, and so I mean, Gundy's going to stay. I mean, I, I, the only way I could see Gundy leaving at this point is someone backed up the truck and be like, "Here's thirty million a year," <laughs> like something ungodly, reason, like ungodly, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I I think he's gonna stay for sure. But uh, but man, 
he, didn't he talk about that? Uh, he was like, oh, yeah, I talked to Tennessee for a little bit, like way back when or something like that. Uh, it he was, about it. Uh, yeah, that was 2012, something like that. Like he got, he got really upset because they weren't paying enough, especially his assistants. And so he was losing people left and right. Mm. I mean, what he went through like, what, four offensive coordinators in five years or something like that. Cause people kept hiring him away. And, you know, because Munkin left, but Munkin took a head coaching job. Uh, so did Dana. Uh, but still, you know, it was just, it, it's something that's always been an issue is keeping good re- re- coordinators at Oklahoma State. Because up until recently, we haven't paid. Yeah. We, we yeah. Would not pay. Well, now Derek Mason's got a one million or something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He got a like 1.3, something like that. Yeah. I mean, so here, here's a good example. Like Todd Munkin, who was here, you know, in 2011, um, you know, he's making two mil a year being the coordinator at Georgia. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. He, I mean, national championship, what he was able to do with um, uh, Bennett, Stetson Bennett, which, of course, a lot of that was his defense. This year's probably to be more uh, pinnacle for him, I think. Or yeah. Just like there's going to be more pressure on him just because all that defense is gone. Right. But, I mean, so, for example, um at least what I'm seeing online right now is that uh, Casey Dunn makes nine hundred thousand a year. So Munkin makes more than double his salary. Jeez, I take Todd Mun- Munkin back in a heartbeat, dude. So oh yeah, he was great. All go, no quit. Let's throw it as fast as we can. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and he he was not opposed to the full on like middle finger play. Like I remember that mm-hmm. year, I actually went to the Baylor game, and he pulled out a few trick plays when we were up, and it was just like, "Screw you guys, our our quarterback is better than yours," even though he's getting all the eyes. <laughs> that was a good game. I made a lot of money on that game too. <laughs> back when I was doing a whole lot of sports betting and that game was a part of like a 17 parlay that hit for me. 17 game parlay. Holy 17, crap. 17, 17, 17. 17. Oh, okay. Yeah. Still, it was a pretty good parlay. It was like 30 to one. <laughs> oh, that is nice. That's nice. Man. I can't wait to see some actual football being played. I'm kind of tired of talking about it. I know. I want to see some. I want to see some games. <laughs> like even me, like you know, because you know preseason NFL is going on right now, and I'm just like, oh yay football. <laughs> even though I, I don't really care, I can't bring myself to watch preseason on purpose, man. Can't the, do it. The, well, I only do it if I'm out. Like if it's on, like if I'm in a restaurant or something, I'll watch it, but. 
really i'm like okay you know if detroit's playing i'll be watching for malcolm uh you know basically <laughs> i said to a friend of mine like let me see if i care about this game and i'll like pull up the roster of like uh you know in a uh, pokes in the <laughs> nfl is like nope don't care about this game <laughs> well uh oh have you been watching hard knocks i haven't i need to start getting it yeah i've heard malcolm's been getting a lot of love he's been taking a lot of first team reps apparently which is not a shocker but no that's good man he needs to he needs to do his thing let him keep doing his thing because i, thing, I he, thing, he's a he's a dan campbell guy for yeah sure. well the thing with him is he's gonna be because he was but a six-year guy right when it was all said and done six years at osu yeah he uh he's gonna be a lot more especially six years with coach glass he's gonna be a lot more physically mature than a lot of those like 21 22 year olds oh yeah Def definitely right now on this uh this espn depth chart it says uh rodriguez is second string middle linebacker behind uh is that alex and Who's zone he's a 2017 third 17 third round pick so like if he's in the rotation of guys, I mean that's mm -hmm. that's really good. Yeah, second string, he'll get a bunch of bunch of snaps. Yeah, good chance to prove himself. Yeah, I'm I'm happy for him, man. That's that's awesome, and I hope he uh, continues to have success. So that's because you know he's six round pick, man. I mean he's doing had two tackles uh, in that preseason game against the Colts. Mm. Yeah. I mean, he, We've seen we he can do at Oklahoma State, so ceiling's the roof, you know. That's what Michael Jordan said. Yeah, I, I mean, just I hope he does well. I mean, in terms of like all-time favorite Cowboys, I've watched. He's up there for me. Like he's probably top five all-time favorite, per personal favorite for me. Mm. Yeah, no, he's good. I there's so many. Which is why I wanted to do. I kind of wanted to do that. Uh, was it the seven on seven deal? Mm -hmm. I told you about. You want to do that now or next week? It's up to yeah, you. Let's do that next time when I have a little bit more time to think about it. All right, that, that works with me because I have not thought about it at all. <laughs> well, I've thought about it, but I haven't like put pen to paper and done it yet. Right. Yeah. yeah. You got any anything else for our? fun listening audience uh, i don't all right I don't. Well, next week we're going to be in full on game time mode we're going to be we're going to be doing our seven on seven draft getting our you know start looking at the picks granted we still have one what week and a half until actual Oklahoma state football so yeah but but we're yeah we're it's about, it's about time man it's gonna be fun cannot wait I'm nervous. I don't know what to expect out of this team, but uh, uh, we'll we'll find out. We'll find out shortly, man. And whatever happens, nine and three Alamo Bowl, we'll ride. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. As always, you can find me at, at Jacob Ingles on Twitter, uh, CowboysRightForFree.com as well. Uh, hit me up with your predictions, thoughts, insults, whatever you think. 
Uh, yeah. So we'll see y'all next time.